the man and Mary J. Blige. How dare Kanye talk about the way I dress? I'm dope. Are you crazy? Are you like? Do you see him? You see when he had that big ass sweatshirt on and them short legs? Like, as big as he is talking about the way I dress? Now we know all them voices have room. That's crazy. It is the thing that I find ironic. He's arguing with me about a woman neither one of us had. Yeah, look, you know, I don't know if as Kanye says that um, God doesn't love me. I've often asked that question myself. But I do know this, that if you have such a connection to God and you're such a conduit to him, that you can summarily uh, have him omit, omit um, great, his grace for me, then that wouldn't be a God that would be a hitman. I don't know if my family, as you say, doesn't love me. I've asked that question before, too. But I do know that I can go home without somebody calling the police. You say I'm broke, but I know that you're broken. You say I'm a has-been, but I know you never have been happy. This is, a, this is an incarnation of the same guy that we see all the time. But you know and I know that it is the empty wagon that makes all the noise. All of the threats, all of the complaints... All of the, 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 the curious things you do, like you, interestingly, you said, well, well, we'll probably end up being friends after I, I, I can explain your joke. Well, you can explain my jokes. How come you can't explain your behavior? You are acting in a way that I have said and say over again, it's dangerous. And every day it is teaching young boys and young girls that this is appropriate. Every day we hear a story about some dude that picked up a gun and shot some girl or hurt some girl or did something because they think it's appropriate. It is not. It is not okay. If, if you, if, as you say, we're going to be friends one day, you could never be my friend acting this way. It is inappropriate and it is dangerous and it's scary. And there are people, and if people really love you, all these people who say who will kill for you, if they'll twist, peel a cat from you, how come they won't push one down, twist it up, and, oh, and get, get your medication out? They won't do that? You, you, you have managed to grow bigger than mostly any star ever has and smaller as a man at the same time. All of the, you're fighting, you're fighting Trevor Noah, you're fighting magazines. What you want is something you're not getting back. And if it's the God that you believe in, if that God you serve and always are talking about, maybe this is your trial. Even Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. Maybe this, Job had trials, but it's the way you handle it. You get to act stark raving mad and your cult pretends like it's okay and it is not. You can, der you can deride anybody you want. I tell you this, I tell you this. I'm a man who can say honestly that I'm the man now that the little boy I was always wanted to be. Can you? Can you say that? All of your money, all of your power, all of your fame, does it satiate you? Pete don't got a lot of money. Look where he is. The, the truth of the matter is as big as you are, as small as you're acting. You've decided to make this a spectacle for your own benefit. And there's nothing godlike in that at all. You've decided that you want what you want at all costs, and you rend and you tear to get it. And the whole time, people enable you by telling you, oh, it's just him. Oh, it's just. The truth of the matter is, if a woman were acting just like you, they would already be in a conservatorship. Ask Britney Spears. Ask Wendy Williams. People abide you, and it's dangerous. It's setting a dangerous precedent. If you can talk those people into wearing them stupid-ass Yeezys you wear, you can talk them into hurting somebody. You're a people, pe person people look up to, and you've decided to act like this all the while while you are uh, extolling the virtues of God. What God, what, 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 what is that God like about that? You don't want, oh, you're a pawn for the left. It wasn't me who said that black people, was, was slavery was a choice. 
I'm a pawn for the left. It wasn't me to sit here and tell that didn't free nobody. She just sit on the white word for the white man. It wasn't me that wore uh, Trump from Donald, uh, had from Donald Trump, the one of the most racist, vile people ever. It was you. You have a lot of fans and a lot of people that buy that I will not. The fact that you would give my uh, my address out to people and I'm getting threats to this day is unconscionable and I do not forgive it. Man to man, I don't fear I don't fear any man on the face of the earth, especially you. If I had a problem with you, I would never say I'm going to send my goons. It would be me that saw you. You're small and you're acting smaller and you're diminishing whatever legacy you have in front of our very eyes. Look, Kanye, if Jesus can walk, you can too. Of course, it'd be harder with those I know what you did last summer boots on. That's a little note from the GED section. We got a jazz report coming up in 15 minutes. It's good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5 Bayo. You heard D.L. Ugly. But before I get in, welcome everybody. Sit down, grab a seat, cop a squat, grab a chair, get some water, some drink, some tea, some juice, something ice cold, Starbucks. Shit, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Back to what I was saying. That was D.L. Ugly. And that was, excuse me, his response to Kanye West. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, if I bail, why are you playing that? Kanye West is a billionaire. He has made all this money. He has a big following. He has put the church people out there. Choir is off the chain. If you've never heard Kanye West choir... Man, they have remade so many R&B songs to make it sound gospel-like. Amazing. This dude's mind is amazing. It is. The way he executes, the way he takes people and he puts them in records and he, he just brings out. Everyone that ever had experience with him or making music, they all say the same thing. He brings out something in you that you either think you didn't have or you didn't think you were worthy of. I'm talking about he brings out that hidden talent, that part that you know exists that you don't want to touch. He is a genius. He really is. And his his attitude always puts me in an Aries you know, tight feel. I know he's not an Aries, but it puts me in that because um, he uh, <clears throat> he doesn't know how to give up, right? I mean, this nigga works day and night. He moved in the Georgia Dome and <laughs> worked on his album, right? So <clears throat> he is amazing, right? So... He will, oh my goodness, pardon me, y'all. Um, he will, he will, he will, he will dedicate, he will, he will never overstep, he will dedicate, he will do, right? So, and he does, he puts me in this, in the form of his work ethic as an Aries. I know he's a Gemini, that, that says enough. He got 90,000 people inside his head. That that I know. Right? Gemini's, y'all know what y'all give and y'all know who y'all are. So I said what I said. Anyway, right? 
He has made millions. He has made stars. He has brought people back. He has put people on to things. I mean, and he has a very big stronghold or an impact on the young people and people of today, right? D.L. Ugly is a comedian, but he speaks fact. He speaks truth. People don't care for D.L. Oh, my God. People don't. They do not. They, oh, man, they tried to drag him, but D.L. stood his ground. And what he said was fact. Y'all are sitting here promoting and going by what this guy's saying. And y'all are not seeing the damage that he's doing. No, I'm not a Kardashian fan. I'm really not. I'm not. I am not. I don't give two shits about the Kardashians, Kanye West. I love DL, though. I, I will say that. But we see how he's tormenting them, how he's doing, how he's using people to do things. And, you know, I'm like Monroe fame. Pete Davis is a pawn. You know, yeah, you found someone. He doesn't have the money. He doesn't have the, the cred. He doesn't have none of that that Kanye West has. So this is this conversation. I'm giving you a back part so you can understand where I'm going. Pete Davis has not none of what Kanye West has. He can't even stand in the presence of this, this man. Like he said, Kanye West said to both DL and Pete, he can pay people to get rid of them, make you disappear. He can, no shade. He has more money than God allows him to, right? Pete Davis comedian, worked on Saturday Night Live, but a comedian. D.L. Ugly, comedian. Played on movies, Kings of Comedy, great dude, love him. Trevor Noah, comedian, Daily Show, great, great guys. But what they're all saying is fact. We understand a breakup is something. We know you want your family back. We got that. We hear you, player. But now... You're showing your mental, you're showing your disability. You're showing that no matter how much money, fame, how much clout you have, you're still broken. You've been broken since your mom died. You've been broken. All the money, you still didn't go and get that taken care of. All you did was work harder, made more money, thinking that your status and the money you have and the fame and the likes will cure that. Just made it worse. Gave you a bigger platform so people can see just how broken you are. It's the reason why I played it. It's the reason why you heard it, right? We, as people in the spiritual community, we have a big impact on people. We, healers, gurus, gods, godparents, we play a big part. Some of us are just like Kanye West. Some of us will sit there and torment people, drag people, hurt people, and think that it's okay because your friends are sitting here watching you. I'm like, DL, since you're ready to go and jump on people and pull caps about people and pull receipts, are you willing to stop by CVS and go get these motherfuckers some medicine? Are you willing to twist that cap off and take that medicine off and get them a bottle of water so they can get right? Because... 
If not, then you're doing more hurt than you are good. You are sitting here co-signing. How many of y'all have co-signed to people that y'all see them doing fucked up shit? You know it's wrong, but you're sitting there because you don't want to go against the grain. Nobody wants to be the DL. Nobody. Oh, he's speaking truth. Oh, well, but he's not perfect. Look at the shit he did. Let me tell you, I've met people that will bring up your past. You could have done shit 90 years ago and you speak truth now, everything you did 90 years ago, somebody's going to bring it up. I love what D.L. Ugly said. Kanye West told, said, well, you know, first he put this man address out there. How many of y'all have said that? Oh, I know what she worked. I know what she putting people in harm's way. That's one. Two. Oh, your family don't love you. I love what DL said. I question that sometime too, but I can go home without the police being called on me. Oh, God don't love you. He might not. That's true. He might not, but I'm here. So somebody likes me up there or over there or wherever they supposed to be at. He even threatened in this man's character. Oh, you a cokehead. You fell out. DL Ugly was diagnosed with COVID. He fell out. He was working. See, first of all, Kanye West is younger than Dio. But Dio, we old timers. We like to work, right? Sometimes we overextend our body. Okay, but he had COVID as well. He fell out. Kanye West used that as to say, oh, you're a cokehead. Um, let's just say, and he said it. He said, I'm not a cokehead. I was an alcoholic, right? Okay. That's what majority of people would do. If they can't get anything on you, they'll make up lies on your character. They will sit there to try to rally people to get on their side. Like it's a competition. And some people, because they don't ever want to see the good in you, they will jump on that bandwagon. And they will sit there, yup, mm, I heard this, I heard that. And just keep on with the lies until they see you. Then it's, hey, girl, hey, hey, you heard what such and such say? Why? Who cares? Who cares? But they're rallying around. But look at this. And I love what he said because that's true. It's the empty wagon that makes all the noise. Pete Davidson has no money damn near. No pun intended. He got more money than me. He ain't got Kanye money. But he's laying with a woman that no longer wants you. I love what Monroe Flame said. When a woman is fed up, there's nothing you can do about it. She was fed up with what you did, Kanye. So now, as everybody would assume, Kim and Kanye, they was the couple. Oh, I, I want the Kim and Kanye love. He loves her. But no one knows what goes on behind closed doors. When I was a little girl, I remember thinking that, you know, it was this couple that lived on our block. And I was like, oh, my God, they have the most beautiful relationship. And my mother looked at me and she said, outside, holding hands, behind closed doors, throwing pots and pans. So I sat there, didn't really understand then until we got bigger. We assumed that, you know, Mr. Hunt and his girl was the best relationship on the block. The best the best. We just knew that chicken and him were the best. He brought her car. She was everything. Come to find out he was the most abusive fucking man on the goddamn planet. Was. 
was, couldn't take it, couldn't do it. That girl left. That girl left, then he wound up with Miss Eloise. But that girl left. She hauled tail out of there without looking back. She let everybody know, though, just how horrible he was and how the stuff she had to put up with it. We see on social media all these beautiful relationships. Oh, they're so great. Oh, oh, but you don't know what, what they did, what they had to go through to get to where they are now. And are you willing to do the same thing? My father was an alcoholic. An alcoholic. That motherfucker drank. I, in this lifetime, I've never seen no one out drink what my father was drinking. That nigga drink moonshine. Take the hair off your chest. That nigga drink it straight. He wouldn't give a fuck. He was an alcoholic. And one day, he got so drunk that he hit my mother. That's when he went to rehab. She bust the fuck out of him with a hammer. And when he stepped down, he stepped on all the broken glass. Feet was bleeding, head hurting. You know how you got to fart, piss, and shit at the same time? Yeah, he was that. Didn't know what to do. Grab the feet, fuck that up. Grab the head, he bleeding. He don't know, he ain't unconscious. And she told him. I mailed every body part to everybody in your goddamn family. Put your hands on me again. From that day forward, my father wouldn't take a drink. Once in a blue, he might drink a beer. And that's once in a blue. He wouldn't drink. Let me tell you how bad and how mesmerizing that shit must have been for him. My father had dementia. And my daughter took him to the bar. And said, Granddaddy, you want to drink? He said, Oh, no, no, no. I remember when my woman busted me upside the head. I don't drink no more. I take a soda or water. She said, Damn, Granddaddy, you still remember that? You got dementia. He said, Yeah, I got the dementia, but I ain't dumb. Even in his dementia days, as he called it, still wouldn't take a drink at all. At all. You couldn't give him nothing with alcohol in it. But see, everybody assumed it was perfect. That's why. In a relationship, side note, you're going to have days you're not going to like your partner. You're going to have days you not even want to be around them. You're going to have days where you're going to sit there and question, why the fuck I'm with you? Out of everybody. I, I should have stayed with the cousin because he looked it better. You have those days and you have a right to those feelings because you're not going to always like your partner. Shit, you don't even like yourself half the time. But to sit here and put up this facade, Masks always fall off. That's the reason why in New Orleans, we put masks on the wall. We need to see your true face. We don't need to see two and three. So when the masks fall off, now what? Now everybody see. Oh, but Kardashians, that's what she get. Oh, my God. That's, you know, okay, I get that. that that's cool. But she told y'all, he needs help. Something's wrong with him. He needs help. He's lost it. Now y'all seeing. But see, people don't want to see the truth. People don't want to be, oh, because, you know, cancel culture and all of that. People, instead of, no one ever saying cancel Kanye West. What they're saying is get him some help. Nobody didn't say cancel him. He's a great dude. He didn't, you know, his, his, his mind is fucked up right now. He's in a broken place, right? But... No one's saying cancel him. No one's saying stop. He can't make music. No, just imagine the heel version of him and the beautiful music and the things that he can do. But right now he's broken. And instead of helping, they're hurting, right? Because instead of someone really his close people, 
Yo, you need some help. Oh, he's a great person. Oh, he's, he's, y'all don't understand what he's going through. We see it. Everybody on the planet see it. He puts it on social media. He's Donald Trump in us. He's putting up tweets at who's in charge of his fucking phone. Like for real. But they think it's right. And majority of those people that follow him is broken themselves. Okay. Now let's take it personal. Right? Because I just used that. How many people have you seen that have years of being initiated, years of being spiritual, years of being on this path that's, that's you know, as we would say, experts and stuff. You got over nine years, oh, you're an expert. But they themselves are broken, toxic, hurtful, running around doing the most. But we don't want to stop them. Why? No, because, you know, they know, oh, my God, it, you know, they, you're trying to excuse their behavior. You're trying to rectify what's wrong, trying to explain it. Oh, well, you know, they were going through things. No, wrong is wrong. It's wrong. Get help. Go and get these people help. Why? Why do you have to tell 90 different people what happened or just talking about people? Listen, I'm not going to go to a church and sit there and gossip. That's not the time, the place, or the venue. But you have people on social media, in places, just talking about people, criticizing people, sharing lies and false allegations on people. And you will have those people sign up for it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I heard the same thing. I heard the same thing. But I'm like D.L. Ugly. Check the facts. I made videos. I made fucking uh, lives. If I was lying, check the receipts. Check the receipts. Check the receipts. If I was lying, it won't bother you. Because it's the empty wagon that makes all the noise. If you say you're the great I am, then go out and be great. Shouldn't have to live off of somebody else's name. Be great. If you want to say that this person said this about you and you it's not true, then why still speak about it four, five, six months later? Who cares? Who cares at the end of the day? Move forward. Find something else. Do it. When you are broken, you don't go out and help and heal people. You add that brokenness and that infection to everybody that comes around you. The majority of people that surround you are broken themselves. That trauma bonding, that I'm, I'm, I don't feel I'm worthy, so we're going to be unworthy together. My friend Rachel used to always say, there's always, seat, uh, there's always a space at the pity table. You could sit there and be pitiful and just complain and just talk about people. But where's the upliftment? Where's the, I want to tell the world the greatness that you're doing or the way you're healing? You're not going to get that from the pity table. You're going to get nothing but chaos, confusion, toxic, gossip, regrets. You get all that. I would have. I should have. I couldn't. They won't let me. The fuck? The only one that's at the table is you. Move. Move. But you won't get that because that's too much like right, as my friend Garcelle say. That's too much like right. It is. That's too much like right. 
I don't need to justify who I am. You got a birth certificate, you got a social security card, shit, you got anything with your name on it, the school ID, you already justified, you know you exist. I don't need to down the next person or dim somebody's light so my light can shine. I was talking to this cool brother yesterday, right? Um, and he, he, he reminded me, in this world, I, I don't know why I saw all the ugliness before I saw the beauty in this religion. I don't know. Until this day, I don't know. And I don't even ask no more, you know. But I did. I saw some ugly things. I read and heard and spoke to people that will make you want to beat humanity up. I already know in a world of of people, you know, you're bound to see the horror. Now, in the regular world, I did. I met people that would pimp their kids out. I met chicks that will bake fucking nine-course meals for their man and get their kids a bowl of cereal and kids be hungry. I, I Man, I've I met in this journey because I hung in the street. I hung in the street. So I, I saw some crazy shit. I saw women put men in front of their kids. I saw... People pay young kids to whoop their kids' ass, thinking that's parenting. Like, you would pay us to go in there and beat your kids and beat them up. And you thought that was cool. That shit wasn't cool. And we would sit back and crack jokes on that shit, you know? And I remember when I, my life changed, seriously, when my brother had my niece, Samantha. Because... People would tell us, yo, go in there and fuck my kids up because they think I'm playing. And here we are, we kids. We beating the shit out of these people, kids. And laughing about it like, yo, they stupid. But when when Tressie had Samantha, I used to be like, yo, don't ever have nobody come and say, yo, beating a kid. Yo, I became a beast because I already seen the shit that we did or seen what people did. Running up in people's houses. Yo, run up in my house, ain't nobody coming out. I'm serious. We would run up in people's houses, disrespect people's moms. That's why I know my karma, man, shit, it came back 90-folds. And all you could do is put your head down and take that. Because I did. I did some fucked up things in life. For real. You know, jumping people. Man, we stomped somebody so fucking bad to where I had to see this girl. And I did. I apologized. I did. I mean, that's the only thing I could do. And you know, at the end of the day, she said, that's all I ever wanted. And that was the day that I could have died because I was standing there. I didn't see the bus. And I forget who snatched me back. Either E or one of them snatched me back. was like, yo, watch out. Because that bus would have hit my head. I would have been dead right then and there. And I, I believe at that moment, that girl, that Kim, when she said, that's all I ever wanted to hear was you to say sorry. And I think that's the moment where God said, you're forgiven. She forgive you, I'm going to forgive you. But that's not it, right? That's not this conversation, just giving you that. So I understand the fucked up things that this world and the shit I've seen. I understand that. I understand where parents get their kids addicted to fucking drugs and their kids die. I've seen all that shit. 
you know, being in the street, hanging in people's houses where the mother clocks out and the daughter's out there selling her fucking body. And there's nobody to step in and say, no, baby girl, that's not how you're supposed to do it. Where the brothers, these are grown fucking men, will sit there and eat cereal and crack jokes and have bitches in their house while shorty is out there selling her fucking ass so you can have a roof and food on your fucking table. And they're in junior high school. I've seen that. I've seen that. So in the world, I already knew what was out there. I already knew what was capable and what we were capable. I never knew it was in a spiritual sense. I didn't. I did not. And I wasn't ready for it. I was ready for the world. I wasn't ready for it to be in a spiritual because I hold these people at a different level. You know, nah, they spiritual, they wouldn't do that. Or nah, that can't happen. And as I got deeper and deeper in it, I saw shit, the world out there was more safer than being in the spiritual community. The the first attitude I took on. I've seen people get dragged, I've seen people get ostracized, I've seen people get just thrown away just from asking a question. A simple fucking question. I seen people get balked on. I remember I was at, with, Jane, with Angel and his goddaughter, Nellie, had asked a question. He ripped in her ass. Ripped in her ass like, yo, how dare you? She was like, I just wanted to know. <laughs> so I seen, I seen the manipulation. I seen how people use people. I seen how people use the spirits to get sex. Jose was good at that, for real. Oh, my God. He was good at that, telling girls, oh, I'm crowned the legua. And he'll run to your house and screw you and tell you it wasn't him. It was the legua. Oh, okay. Well, both of y'all going to child support. But I, I seen all that. I seen that. I seen it. And I used to always sit and ask, you know, like, why? Right? <laughs> I remember asking Why? Why Why I see all the fucked up parts instead of the beautiful part? And then I had to remember, you know, the first thing I always said was I wanted to see the realness of everything. Be careful what you ask for, because I did. I saw the realness. I saw how people on social media can be one way, but in real life, there's something totally somebody totally different. I saw how people can use spirituality to the weak-minded and get you like you are a cash register or their personal bank. And then they'll chalk it up to, well, you have to take care of me. You have to take care of this, or you have to pay my bills, or you have to do this. I saw where if a godchild wanted some information, every time they came to their godmother, they better have at least $400. 400 to talk to her. I saw where spiritual people would tell you what to get them. Go to Macy's. No lie. Go to Macy's and get me the Egyptian cotton sheets and get me these two lamps right here. My spirit needs that. Bitch, I'm not decorating your home. I saw where if you want me to be your godparent, these are the bills you have to take on. You have to take on my cable bill, my Netflix bill. You have to take on my water bill. Like you're really, I said, what? Not even a pastor to do all that. So I saw all of that. And I still see it now to this day. I saw, because it's a flip side, I saw where people would dog you out, but come back to you and ask you all kinds of fucking questions. 
I saw literally, man, Tracy. Tracy was the number one chick. Tracy would come to you whenever she had a problem. Oh, when the shit was deep, she'd come to you. Oh, I need help. Oh, my God. My boss is going to fire me. Shit is going crazy. My son and my daughter, they see his spirits. Tracy in Queens. But after you help her, that bitch will dog you out. Go around to everybody and talk about you like you ain't shit. Oh, they stole from me. Oh, they took it. Now, this was the fucked up part. See, Tracy would talk about you, and then when you confront her, she get amnesia. No, I would never say that. And then try to send you a donation. Here, take this money, because I would never say that. And I remember Angel saying, why are you, why are you upset? Because I said, yo, you know, we help her and this is what she do. She go and she dog us out. Like, that's fucked up. I'm ready to twist her wig back. Angel said, but look at it this way. All these people she go and dog you out with, all of them. He said, she dog us out. All these people she go and dog us out. But when she hit the fan, do she go to those people or she come to us? I said, she come to us. He said, not alone should tell you everything. That alone should tell you everything. I learned that shit eight, nine years ago. They quick to dog you the fuck out. But they know when shit hit the fan, they come to you. You know how many people that dog me out talked about me like a fucking dog, but they'll be in my inbox. I got a question. No, you don't. I, I can't be the one to help you. Let me refer you to. Yeah. Yeah. And so you'll have people go, oh, my God, you changed. You used to be so helpful. No, I didn't change. I just realized and finally woke up to see I'm no longer your pincushion, your punching bag, your to-go girl. Stop coming to my fucking table with a to-go box. You ain't bringing nothing to the table. You're not buying anything. You're not soliciting. You're not promoting. All you're doing is coming to grab shit and leave. Then talk about the food that you get at my fucking table. I love E.T. Taylor when he said that. Why the fuck are you coming here at my table? You claim the food is nasty. You claim you don't get shit. You don't get good service. You claim all of that. But you still here. So guess what? Your shit has been expired. Boop. I ain't got to block you. I want you to see me eat. I don't have to block you. But the same people you sat there and you dogged me out about, let them help you. See, I already know the truth. One, you can't afford them, right? Because there's no way in hell I'm going to charge you an outlandish fee. I'm not going to have you pay anything for me. The most I say is, yo, send me a donation. Let me tell you about colored people. They a dollar and five dollar. You are to death. Oh, thank you. Here's a donation. A dollar and five dollars. Listen, I ain't mad at you. You get what you got. But when it comes to somebody else, foreign or white, pay me. Okay. You'll see them getting two, three hundred. Oh, I had to pay two, three hundred dollars. But you a five and dollar me to death. Okay, I got you. Denied. And it's not, it's just the principle of it. How do you, first of all, how do you dog somebody and bash them so fucking bad, but you have the audacity to come back and ask them for help? I wouldn't. I'm telling you, I wouldn't. Ain't no way in hell I wouldn't. I wouldn't even follow you. I'll just do us both a favor and I'll block you or take you out of my whole fucking zone. Why? Why? 
but you can't because like DL said about Kanye West, you're broken. You are broken. You may, I may have never, I don't have years. I don't know important people. I don't, I don't, and may not never know them. I haven't gotten, uh, all of these beautiful things that most people have. I don't got that. I led a fucked up life. Listen, I had two parents. My mama did love me, but I got in the street and I loved the street more. I love my parents. I bend over backwards for them, made sure they was taken care until their last days on earth. That I did do. I had a house. I lost it. I had uh, two husbands, divorced them. Yes, I had four kids. I raised a lot of others. I had a lot of people come through my home and I've done a lot of things. And guess what? I still wasn't born with a silver spoon in the mouth. I don't have rich friends. I ain't got friends that will say, here, girl, you upset. Here's 5000 Go and do. I ain't got friends like that. <laughs> I don't. I didn't have nobody come and save me. I didn't have a motherfucker that come and say, hey, you lay down. I take care of you. I ain't had that. A bitch had to get up and work and hustle. When I moved, I didn't have family to say, hey, I got you. It was me, four kids, and a husband. God bless the dead. In a state that we didn't know nobody in. But I wound up living there for 20 years. Didn't ask for nobody to sit and say, hey, I need, I got up. I had three jobs, and I was busting my ass. So, I put my work in. And in the process, if you needed help or you needed anything, come through. I got you. And... We poured into each other, right? But what I didn't do was, even when I find out something bad about someone, I still give them a chance to speak. I'll call you, text you, tell you, yo, what's up? Would you want to meet? Because there's always three sides to a story. Your side, their side, and the truth. And maybe you need help. Maybe you are going through something. Maybe you don't know. I don't just automatically go and destroy someone. That I don't do. That's the one thing you will say about E5 Bayo, a.k.a. Donna. I'm going to call you first and see. I'm not just going to blatantly blast you. Please don't get it twisted. Candelo and everybody else, I called them. I called them. Now nah, let's call them. Mm-mm. Because I don't believe in just blasting people. I don't know where y'all get that fucking stigma from. I don't just go and start fighting people online. No, no. Uh-uh. That's not my thing. And I don't jump on people's bandwagons. That I don't do. At all. When you see my ass, you see me by myself. You know, I, I don't do entourages. I don't go and just worry about who likes me or whatever. That I don't do. I, that's not my MO. It's not. It's never been. Never been. I go where I'm celebrated. I go where I'm appreciated. And in the process, when I bring, when I come to the table, I bring something. I don't come to a table to get no to-go box. I bring something. I don't have the influence like most people do. I don't. I don't have, like people may think, oh, you got influence. No, I don't. But I don't get in people's ears. And sit there and be like, well, I hate her. You have to hate her too. I'm, I, I never did that shit in school. And I know I'm not going to do it now in my adulthood. Listen, you like who you like. That's, that's cool with you. The only thing I'm going to respect is when they bring me up, shut them down. That's all. I can't tell you who to be friends with. But when they bring me up, say, yo, nah, we're not doing that. 
and move on. That I respect. Not sitting there engaging in that shit. Ah. And when someone brings somebody up and I know them, I'll be like, yo, hold on, player. Where you, where you see at that school at? Nah, we're not doing that. But you have people because of their mentality. And this is where the Kanye West and the D.L. Ugly and all that plays in. They were speaking truth, right? First of all, when you put your business and you put anything on social media, it becomes public. So now you open yourself up for people to ridicule, people to have an opinion, people to comment. They're going to say something, right? So that, that's without a doubt. That's without a doubt. They're going to say something because now you're making it into a public forum. Now that's one. Two, if you don't want the world to know, then don't say nothing. That's it. And if it's not true, today there'll be a topic. Tomorrow it'll be something else. So why still continue to be a dead horse? But you have people that will do it. The sad part is the, the truth is being played in front of our eyes. At the end of the day, these people have money. Now we're talking of a personal Y'all are on social media. You're on all these things. Educate people. Don't belittle them. Educate them. Inspire them. Show them the beauty and the way that they can change their life. Show them that there's hope. Show them that there is a possibility for, and it's unlimited possibilities. It's possible to change your whole concept. It's possible to do the things that you dreamed of that you didn't think you could do. It's possible with a way of changing your mind, unpacking all of that shit you're holding and being, being, uh, being a problem. It's possible to get healing and move on and change to where you are setting up the next generation to succeed. It's possible. Instead of going to different places and talking and being in folks' ear. And the sad part about this is, I love what D.L. Ugly said, we're all grown. We are grown, people. We're grown. We are not children. We are not babies. We are grown. We have grown adult fucking responsibilities. We got to pay rent, light, phone bill. We got to work. We got to prepare. We got to eat. We got to go places. We got to do shit we don't want to do. We got to take care of our health. I mean, we have so much on our plate to instead worry about someone and what they post or what they say on social media. And for those that are broken, if you can rally up, just imagine if you can rally up all these people to follow you, to hate someone that that person never did nothing to them. Then you have a great reach and a great range instead of bullying and fucking with people. Won't you change it and teach these people how to be good pillars in their community. Teach them how to be upstanding citizens. Teach them how to be a great partner. Teach them how to become a good sentera or a good tata or yayi or a good mambo or hugan. Teach them that instead of sitting here rallying around to find some person that only spoke truth. That's it. 
Listen, the speaker of truth has no friends. Let me let me just tell y'all that. The speaker of truth has no friends. The one that is working and doing is the one that's ridiculed the most. Why? Because they don't have time. Busy people don't have time to hate on people. Busy people don't have time to be worrying about nonsense and fucking mess. They too busy. They busy. Hurt people only know how to hurt other people. And if you, listen, if you're in such a loving and strong relationship, right? I made a post, right? And I put it up. And the post was so beautiful that I got more, um, I got more, uh, feedback on this post than I've ever had in anything. And a sister had put it up. Her name is Candace Macy. It says, if he's paying rent, I'm paying utilities. If he's paying the car note, I'm paying insurance. If he's washing dishes, I'm cooking. If he's paying for the movies, I'm buying the snacks. If he's washing clothes, I'm going to fold them. If he's sweeping the floor, I'm going to mop it. If he's paying for dinner, I'm leaving a tip. We both stacking. This is a partnership. Ain't no way a person is supposed to do it alone. Y'all want someone to pay and do everything alone, and that ain't real. We're in this together as a team. Everybody and their mother said, oh, my God, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm striving for. That's what I need. That's what I want. That's what I accept. That's what I, I, I need to find someone like that. Well, if you're busy worrying about who's fucking who and who's hating who and who's really crowned and why this person don't like this one and running back and forth to be, you will miss the very person that should be in your life. You might miss the the message because you're busy hating on the messenger. You might just sit there and look at the person you with and say, this is not what I want. I want this. You can't even know. You can't even give me an inch of this out of the nine or 10 things. She just said, you can't even give me one. Why am I here? See, when you know better, you do better. Let's change the narrative. Change the person in the mirror. Stop looking through the magnifying glass and stop picking up a mirror and look through because no matter what and how much likes, money, and everything Kanye West has, right now he look like a complete fucking idiot. He looks small. He looks broken. He looked defeated. But guess what? If you feel that this is right of tormenting and threatening people and posting people's addresses and doing all of that, when you have money, you can go. And the sad part about it is, this is the revenge shit. This is the small-minded shit. So it doesn't matter how much money you have and how much fame. When you're broken, you're broken. He's running around with a new girl. Got a whole girl in his life. Why are you still worrying about your ex-wife? Y'all in the process of a divorce. She done moved on. Went on public TV and told everybody she's with Pete. You got your girl. You walking around, you know, doing whatever with her. But yet and still you want to torment everybody that's sitting there. That's speaking fact. Cheryl Noah was like, yo, you got a whole new girl. What are you doing? Go, enjoy, travel the world. Go and start a village. Buy some land. Build some houses. Do something. But you still threaten to make videos of killing someone and sitting there doing all of this. And then you want to speak of Jesus. How Jesus loves you. Now let's make it personal. 
here it is. You have these Santanos, you have these spiritual people, and they will sit there and tell you how the Orisha is going to kill you and how the Orisha is going to beat you up and how the Eggons is going to attack you. And I know they're looking at them saying, before we whoop anybody ass, we trying to whoop yours to put some sense in you because you, you, you too much like right right now. So you mean to, you mean to tell me that Arisha's a hitman now? So they will see the wrong that you're doing. See the fucked up things you're doing. And they're going to co-sign on you and go and destroy someone that's speaking the truth. That's out here helping, uplifting, inspiring. Trying to, you know, change people into a different direction. But because you fucked up, you're broken. The research is supposed to jump on your side because maybe you got years or maybe you know some important people. Maybe you can recite somebody or maybe you, you done went and did some ceremonies. So that, that makes you above and beyond. Do you see the hypocrisy, the, the brokenness? Do you see that? Do you see where we need healing? More than everything. Do you see what this old do is speaking to say of this year where it's 8-8? Do you see that? Where it says, take care of you first. Sweep in front of your door. Educate yourself. The scam is at an all-time high. People are, are worrying about the wrong thing. It's time for you to go back. Stop disrespecting women. Start doing what's right. Elders, hold yourself accountable. The children are watching. The young people are watching. The people that started out, we consider them as babies. They're watching. So you're sitting here and you're arguing and you're doing all the most on YouTube and Facebook and you're calling people out and you're threatening them and you're doing all that, telling them where they're at, all of that. And that's justifiable. That's right. But because you have years and you have likes and you have people that love you. So that excuses that. Because someone spoke the truth. Because someone spoke the truth. They are the enemy now. Trevor Noah is known for his realness and being upfront and speaking fact. But making it into a comedy where... Sometimes you have to hide the truth in plain sight where you will get the message. D.L. Ugly is known for having you to sit back from the GED section to see shit as it really is and stop trying to make it to what you think it should be. Pete Davidson has always been, um, right? His last name is Davidson. Forgive me, but Pete, the, the guy from uh, Saturday Night Live, the cool dude, he's Staten Island. He's... Known for being very upfront, you know, he talks about his mental health. He talks about, you know, his depression. He talks about all that. And we don't choose who we fall in love with. Kim Kardashian saw something in Pete. Or he may be a pawn. Who's to say? But right now, he's happy. She's happy. Now, my mother used to always say, in order to get over one nigga, you need to get under another one. Now, maybe... uh Kim's mama told her the same thing so she can get over Kanye and let him know it don't just end with you, player. We got kids together. We can either co-parent, but it is. Now, usually, the only ones that get hurt and get ones that get left in the dark is the children. So he was saying, oh, they need to go to church. His daughter was at a sleepover. She was like, I'm not going. 
Now, instead of him saying, well, okay, maybe the next time, he's blaming it on Pete and the mom. Oh, yeah, keeping my kids away from me. But as a mother, you would take that. But they also have seen where he'll do things to make it seem like, that's my alarm, to do things to make it seem like um, <clears throat> you want to turn the kids against the mom. I mean, it is so much there to unpack and so much stuff that we're seeing. But I want to take this time to make it personal, to make it where it fits into our criteria. It fits in our community. How many people have you seen that are so well-versed and so knowledgeable, but you see them act out in ugly ways? Why are we co-signing on that? If these are your friends, you need to stop them. Hey. Why are we worrying about e 5 Why are you doing that? That shit ain't right. No, no. Because you would rather see someone down and rather see them broken like you instead of seeing them uplifting and empowering people. No, because you yourself want to be there. Let's be honest. You yourself want to be there. And you can. You have the same 24 hours in a day just like me. But you find other things. You're lazy. You spend too much time talking about people. You spend too much time wanting to be in messy shit. You spend too much time trying to rob fucking people. Instead of worrying and focusing on your own shit. So instead, we want to criticize, ridicule, gossip. Oh, I got receipts. Well, it's tax time. Show them. I, I know some of the shit I did. I don't disown it. And you might find some shit I might have forgot. It's true. And it's capable. And I'm not mad at it. And I'm not going to deny it for something that I did. I'm not going to deny it. I did it. But I'm not saying, oh, my God, I did it. Uh, no, I did it. But at least you can see the growth. I'm not where I was 15, 20, 30 years ago. I'm not who I was five years ago. I was sitting here this morning thinking, damn, this is going to be an amazing year this year. Oh, it's going to come with headaches. It's going to come with a few obstacles. It is, but it's going to be an amazing year. This year, I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to enjoy. This year, I'm going to be a part of my own life. This year, it's all about me. And if you do not fit into my me year, I will remove you. By removing myself. And guess what I don't do? I don't spin the block and come back. I give zero fucks. Bye. That's it. Our ride is off. I'm not going to go and kill a chicken. I'm not going to dog you out. I'm not going to talk about you. When someone say, hey, hi, such and such, I assume they good. All right. Anyway. And keep it moving. Keep it moving. I have no time to worry about who's not in my life. I, I give zero fucks. Why? You're not in my life. Why are you a factor? Why am I following you? Why are you being bothered with me? If you're not a factor and I'm not important in your life, then you're a fan. Why are you sitting from the nosebleed section booing? Why, why are you here? Who invited you? I don't remember knocking on your door saying, hey, I need you to follow me. No. You're a spectator. So do what spectators do. Applaud, make some noise, and get your fucking pegs when it's over and go home. That's it. Go back on your page. That's it. If you want to give a commentary, great. But don't sit here and try to destroy someone by lying when your whole shit can be destroyed and obliviated by just the truth. And no one needs to say it. Because as my mother taught me as a little girl, 
You sit by the beach long enough, you'll watch all the bullshit float by. And that's all I've been doing. Sitting by the beach, watching. Those that sit in my face, oh, we love you, E5Bale. Oh, we love you, girl. Oh, my God, you're so amazing. This very people you speak to will send me screenshots, and I sit there and look and say, wow. You know, I tell people, I got, my mother's the oldest out of 21 children. I, my family on this goddamn post, I, they don't sit there and be like, yo, we cuz. You know what's so amazing? There was a real conversation between my cousin and someone else, not knowing that that's my cousin. And she's like, I don't even know why they even bring you in the whole cipher. We wasn't even talking about that. Oh, yeah, you know, Ephraim, baby, you got to be careful. She's a scammer. Scammed who? Scammed where? Who did I fucking scam? Who? Who did I scam? Who did? I didn't crown nobody. I didn't take no money from nobody. So who did I scam? Who? Who did I scam? Who? Babes, who? I'm sitting there like, reading it. Who the fuck did I scam? Who? Who did I take money from? Where? Don't do that. And I'm like, wow. You know, before I leave, true story. I was working in the Botanica. My cousin came in and they were dogging me out. She's standing there. She's like, yeah, right? Oh, okay. You talk about the new reader right there. They was like, yeah, she don't know shit. She don't do shit. She don't, uh -uh, uh -uh. My cousin was like, yo, cuz. I said, yo, what's up? She said, they sitting over here saying, you don't do shit, you don't know shit. I know, we didn't say it. She said, yo, you did. She said, you want me to play it back? See, that's my cousin. Her mother and my mother are sisters. <laughs> she was like, that's my cousin. She was like, oh, because I didn't go over there and talk to her. Y'all just assumed because I'm light-skinned. Y'all just thought, oh, all our family supposed to be niggers? Like, oh, wow. And she cracked up laughing. Then they started speaking Spanish, and the bitch broke out, started speaking Spanish with him. I fell out. Fell out. Hit the floor. Y'all sit there and really dog someone out, not knowing who knows who. That six degrees of separation and all of that, whatever the number is. But y'all sit there and y'all will dog people out. Y'all will sit there and say all kinds of man of things and they be lies. Show the receipts. Who did I take money from? Who did I take money from? Who paid me to do what and it didn't take place? Show me where. Show me where, because the majority of y'all that have people in y'all lives now, I brung them there to you. I brung them there. So why would you call me a thief? I didn't go back and tell them, yo, I don't fuck with them. I don't be bothered. I don't care. You're not a factor in my life. This goes for all of y'all, both guys and girls. Half of the people that's helping you, I brung them. I introduce you. And it's okay. But why throw shit on my name? When I don't care. I didn't call these people. I never do a follow-up. Why? You got the help? Move on. That's it. That was my job to bring you to the river and keep going. For what? But y'all will do it. Stop Kanye Western people, y'all. Stop. Stop. And if you are friends, be a true friend. Learn to, to pull your friends' coattails. Stop correcting them. Instead of, if you know that your friends is out here doing fucked up shit, say something. Say something to them. You don't have to let the world know. Check your friends because it's too many. It's too many that's doing this crazy shit. And if you're one of them, put down that fucking magnifying glass, put, pick up that mirror and change. 
Go get some therapy. You are a grown fucking person worrying about shit that's happening on social media that's allowing it to affect your life, then you need help. If you have to go everywhere and speak of E5 Bayo, a.k.a. Donald, or anybody else of that nature, you need help. You need help. Get help. And yes, I'm coming from the GED slash going and chilling at Hunter College and all of that section. How you doing? But you need some help. You need therapy. You do. And you're going to mess around and get someone hurt. And it shouldn't have to go that far. But you need therapy. You need therapy. Because it's not about me or anybody else you're aiming at. It's really you. You're the one that's broken. Get some help. As we've seen, Kaya West have showed us, you can have money, power, fame, and still be fucked up and broken and be small as a child. Go get some help.